You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You only allowed 20 points yesterday. You know, it came up with some big plays throughout the game. But on that final drive, it didn't seem like you could come up with that big play that you were looking for, a bunch of chunk plays in the running game. What went wrong on that final drive? And what what what, what couldn't you come up with there to, to stop the bleeding? It's exactly like you said, uh, just trying to find a way to make that one play to uh, get them in a negative situation and we weren't able to do it. You know, we tried different things, whether it was pressure, whether it was just being an eight-man box. And for whatever reason, we just couldn't come up with that one play. And finally, you know, we get to stop to hold them to a field goal, but they led the clock uh, and forced us to use timeouts along the way. Uh, but that was that was definitely disappointing that we couldn't come up with that that play uh, to put them in a negative situation during that series. How about just overall your performance defending against the run yesterday? It seemed like whoever ran the ball had success. Is there any long-standing concern with your team's ability to, to stop the run, or do you think that this is an isolated issue with this week? How, how do you view that? Yeah, I definitely think uh, we can get it figured out and get it turned back uh, when you look back at what happened in the, the – Six weeks prior to the last couple of weeks, you know, we've been playing good run defense uh, and we've kind of stumbled a little bit the last couple of weeks. So I do think it's fixable and we're going to work as hard as we can to get that that corrected. Um, and our players feel the same way, our coaches. Uh, we definitely feel like we can get it corrected. Is it more like the, that the defensive front and the linebackers are overrunning the play? Is that what you're seeing on the film? Uh, on these running plays? Because it looks like it's misdirection and trap plays seems to be the, the the downfall right now of that def- of your defensive unit. We've had some where we overran the ball, but that's not the only issue. You know, we got to do a better job of tackling George and being in our gaps. So all this, the same things that usually occur when you're not defending the run well. Uh, so it's not like it's just one thing. Uh, it's just a combination of things that we got to get corrected and uh, – we got to work very hard to get that done. And do you, do you think it, 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 it? I know you don't want to blame anything, but is it possibly the CBA with the new rules they have, where you can't tackle or hit uh, or be wearing pads? Because I know back when you played, you guys what? You guys hit two to three times a week, right? You guys went live probably three, maybe depending on how the results of the previous Sunday, maybe four <laughs> times a week. You guys might have, might have right. had to go live during during yeah. practice uh, back in the day. Uh, do you think that's Cause because a lot it's not only the Bills but most teams seem to have trouble with basic tackling skills. Well, you're right about uh, then and now. I mean, it's far different when it comes to tackling in practice. But no, I don't want to make uh, that excuse, George. I mean, we tackle well early in the season, and we still work tackling drills uh, during practice. Uh, we haven't gotten away from that, and so we just got to do a better job. And I, I know we will. Uh, we just got to keep emphasizing tackling and, and being where you need to be when, when it comes to gap integrity, using our hands to get off of blocks and shedding blocks. I mean, all those things that help you to be a, a good defense, in particular stopping the run, we got to get back to the fundamentals of that. 
AJ, you're, you're uh, on AJ Espinosa, uh, his play yesterday. I thought overall AJ did a good job for us. Uh, you know, he his, his snaps, he didn't get as many rushes as he may have liked because of the style of game that it was. But overall, I thought he did a good job. He had the one play I'm sure he liked to have back. We were running a, a pressure in that drive. Uh, I think it was Alex that, that brought up uh, earlier where he was a little bit short getting into to his gap and and they, they ended up creasing us a little bit. Uh, but overall, he did a good job for us. Journalists did some math a little bit. <laughs> so the last three seasons with Milano, you guys have a 73 uh, percentage, win winning percentage. It's 55 when Milano is out. I mean, how much of a difference does he make? Is it because there's really no weakness to his game? Do you have to move things around more when he's out? What, what's the Milano factor? Uh, that's a that's a pretty good number there when you, when you uh, hear it uh, <laughs> put that way. But, uh, you know, he's a very important player for us. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, he, he does so many things well for our defense, whether it's coverage, whether it's helping us against the run, his blitzing, uh, his matchup. So he just does a lot of good things for us, taking the ball away. He's an impact player. But that being said, we have other players. Uh, when he doesn't play, you count on those guys having to step up and fulfill that role. Now, to, to, the, to the level that what Matt is, that's a little bit different. Uh, but it's next man up. I mean, that's the mentality. And you count on those other guys who step in to do a good job for you. And I thought Terrell Bernard overall did a fine job yesterday. It's a little bit different when you're a rookie. You're seeing things for the first time. You know, you're trying to get the game to slow down a little bit. So there were some plays he'd like to have back, but that's just part of it. Uh, but to answer your question, Matt, uh, he's a very valuable piece, and those numbers uh, say so. You know, it's not Victory Monday, so, um, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. But, you yeah. know, we, we, yeah, you win some, you lose some sometimes, you know. But um, just, just tell us, Coach, um, what went wrong yesterday, and how do you plan to fix it? Well, you know, like I was saying earlier, probably the big thing for us is uh, dealing with the run game. That's what's been giving us a little bit of a problem of late. And, you know, there's some things that we have to do uh, fundamentally to get better uh, and technique-wise as well. And uh, we're going to work as hard as we can this week to get that done. Uh, and, you know, it's, 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 there's no secret to it. There's no magic to it when it comes to stop your run. It's about being physical. It's about being, being able to tackle getting population to the football, being gap sound, all those things that we did well in the first six weeks when we led the league and run defense, we need to be able to do that, do that going forward. And we can, and uh, we're going to work as hard as we can this week to get the ship turned in the right direction. On the flip side of things, we know to make up where, you know, you guys don't blitz enough because, like you said, you rely on that, the four-man front to get that pressure, that needed pressure in. On the flip side of it, numbers do indicate, you know, with Wilson, when pressured, you know, he's not that good. You know, how much sometimes do the numbers dictate you to do things that you're normally not accustomed to? They factor in. I mean, we have an analytics department uh, headed by Dennis Locke that gives us some information uh, similar to what you just provided that, uh, that we utilize. So, you know, we listen to those numbers, uh, we pay attention to it, and then we back it up by looking at the tape. Uh, but there are times, based on information that we, we receive, we'll shape a game plan around some of that information. So it does matter. Definitely. And I know sometimes 
it, it matters at the right time and the wrong time because sometimes you probably want to call a blitz, but guess what? Milano's not out there. And, you know, sometimes it's just those trust factors you have. You don't want to put a guy in those certain situations, you know. And then yesterday, Rotho goes down, Ed Oliver getting nicked up. So it's kind of like sometimes you want to dial it up, but you don't quite have the personnel. Do you find yourself in those instances as well, Coach? There are some times where you have to be smart. You know, based on the people you have on the field, I'm not going to lie to you. You, you, you have to be aware, uh, even though you may want to try something, but you do have to be aware of, of, of your personnel. That's just a fact. And uh, not to say that that had anything to do with our not defending the run better yesterday or uh, putting more pressure on, on Wilson. Uh, it starts with our being able to stop the run so they can't just throw five-yard outs a quick pass, a quick passing game. You want them in more of a drop back game. And that starts with being able to stop the run to force them into more drop back. Obviously you talked a lot about the run defense. I don't want to um, belabor the point at all, um, but I wanted to ask you specifically about Ed, you know, in a game like this, obviously he's not playing against Quinn and Williams, but you know, you look at, you know, quarterback matchups in the league, right. You know, uh, first round draft picks playing against each other. That gets a lot of the, the narrative and pe- people kind of like, you know, really dial in on those matchups and, and Quinn obviously had a big impact on the game. I'm curious from your perspective, breaking down the film, because just watching it happen live, maybe impressions, you know, whether it be media or fans of Ed Oliver, maybe not having a good game, maybe that's off. Maybe you watched the film and it was better than it looked. What were your impressions of his game? And in a game like that, do you need him to play a little bit better? Yeah, you know, I thought overall uh, Ed had a, a good game for us. Uh, maybe not the impact plays he's had in other games, but he was steady throughout, Matt. Um, and it was a combination of what Ed did along with his teammates. Uh, it was never just a spotlight on Ed. Uh, I thought he, he did his job. He did what we asked him to do. Uh, we just didn't get the quarterback or get their offense in enough negative situations where we could really – uh, let our defensive line go because of our inability to consistently uh, stop the run. There were times where we did uh, do a good job in, against the run and were other times like that last drive where we didn't, and that cost us. But Ed, overall, he did what he was asked to do. And I don't know how much you've interacted with the guys today, um, but is there like a general feeling of just being a little bit pissed off, like like another game like that where – that, that run question comes up again and you got to kind of answer for it again. Oh, I, I think it bothered uh, our guys. I know it bothered our coaches for sure. And, you know, we got to, like I said earlier, work our tails off this week uh, to get it corrected and just continue to move forward uh, and learn from this ball game. That's the key, Matt, that if you can learn from a game like yesterday and don't let that be really the, the, the narrative that defines your season, then you have a chance to reach your goals as a defense. And uh, that's the goal, to let that game stand on, stand alone and just keep improving as the year goes on. Hey, Coach, it seemed like they had um, quite a bit of success in the quick game. You know, I mean, a little bit of maybe RPO, get the ball out of Zach's hands pretty early. I know that, you know, there's some numbers of him being under pressure um, where it hasn't gone so well. But can you talk about the challenges of – Pretty much the quick game, kind of trying to defend that when you're you're trying to get pressure on a young quarterback, but he just wouldn't let you. Yeah, you're you're right. So that definitely presented some some problems because they were getting the ball out of his hands so fast. The only thing you can really do is get your hands up and try to get some batted balls, and uh, and and that makes it 
a, a bit of a challenge. But you know, part of that, their ability to be able to stay with that type of passing game was our inability to create some negative plays in the run game. We did it on occasion, got them in some some, some third downs, not enough third and longs, uh, and that makes it tough. So we got to do a better job in the run game uh, to get them in some third and longs so we can get after that quarterback and and, and, and that's part of it and get them out of their comfort zone because uh, they stayed in that comfort zone with a lot of quick passing game, as you mentioned. And, and that's that's not where you want to be from a defensive standpoint. And when you have young corners and they're going through that, is that something you have to teach? The leverage has to be really perfect right there. The technique has to be perfect when everything's going so fast. Because, you know, I mean, these guys haven't seen it at that level as much. Yeah. I mean, the, the technique has to be so right because they're going to catch some of those little, little short passes now. Your tackling's got to be on point. You got to make sure there are no yards after catch. And then if we put you in a press situation, you got to do a good job uh, to your leverage, win it on, on your leverage. And uh, sometimes we did and sometimes we didn't. And that creates some problems for you when it doesn't happen. Hey, Leslie, you guys will face Dalvin Cook this week. So what, what makes him such a good running back and why is he so talented and tough to stop? Yeah, I watched just a little bit of tape on him earlier today, Matt, and he's such an explosive runner. Uh, you know, when he gets the football, he can score from anywhere on the field. Unlike some backs who may break a 15, 20-yarder, I mean, he can take it 80, 90 yards uh, from anywhere. He's an explosive back, and he is a good receiving back as well. He can catch the ball out of the backfield, so he's multidimensional. They keep him, keep him on the field on third down, uh, so he puts a lot of pressure on your defense as a runner, as well as his ability to be able to catch the ball on screens and, and, and other routes out of the backfield as well. And then what about Justin Jefferson? He's a younger wide receiver, but is ranked pretty high in the NFL since he came into the league in uh, 2020. Yeah, well, he's a problem. I tell you, he just uh, gives defenses a, a headache every week. Just I, I watched some of his, his tape earlier and so many explosive plays uh, and, and people are trying to take him away, but he finds ways to get open and their coaching staff does a good job of, of scheming uh, ways to get him open. But uh, he's an excellent receiver, uh, really good speed, really good route runner, excellent hands. Uh, he's a challenge for sure. So we'll, we'll have our work cut out for us trying to slow him down. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 